Welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. And I'm Marcy Jaro. We're here. We're not queer. Well, maybe we are. Who knows? It's 2019. <laughs> yeah, we're probably a little. Who knows? Um, how are you, Jess? I'm good. You're, I'm really good. You're back settled into your life. I'm settled in. I've been taking advantage of jet lag in that I'm not pushing back against it because it's waking me up early. Yeah. So it's like been making it really easy for me to get up at like six, which is always usually a struggle. Uh, but it does mean I'm like truly bleary eyed out of my mind at like 930. We'll watch out when we fall back. Oh, no. Don't even mention a fallback. How dare you? We gain an hour, though, right? I don't know. You'll be waking up at the crack of dawn. Hell yes. I'm like... I yeah. You texted me this morning at <laughs> seven twenty something. Sorry, no. Because you're a morning bird no, in my no, mind. No, it's fine. Uh, the only <laughs> do you know what's happening in my life is that my air conditioner unit uh, yes. went kaput a couple days ago, and it's been a, a little hot. It's really hot. So we should warn people that we might even turn on some air in this recording if we get too sizzled. Yeah, if we get too frizzled and sizzled. if you hear if you hear it, but. I know I say this shit all the time and it's a perfect Mercury in retrograde oh, kind of bullshit. This, this, I don't care if you don't believe it. I don't care. Don't talk. Don't come talk to me. Shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Shut up. Shut up. It's Your real. life is meaningless then. <laughs> it's real. It is so unbelievably really real. It is happening. It is so like, I always, I think we've, maybe we talked about this on the pod, but whenever I'm trying to explain to anybody who's like a new newer to the idea of mercury retrograde which i'm no expert on i'm always like it's not it's it's not like it's not a matter of like um huge screaming fights and everything going wrong it's so much of it is like oh but oh i thought you were yes well you told me so i went there and i drove there well you said that and it's literally like this herky jerky feeling of life of just being like well i thought that doesn't work for me well you said well okay and and like the physical manifestation of that i also have been researching cancer season yeah so what does that mean it just means emotional more emotional much more emotional and more sensitive than and it's going to be done next week so but it's been going on for a month if that helps explain any internal stuff for anyone that could be it um um, i really truly used to be a huge skeptic and was a person who like listened to women because it generally is women talking in my office about mercury retrograde and i'd be like oh boy and then i like read a lot and then i saw it manifesting in my life and like and it's just like my coworker today told me a story like she has two kids and it was literally like her husband like they have a whole crazy morning where she he gets them ready or she gets them ready then he drives them to school and her husband got like partway to school and didn't have the car keys in the car like it was like a fob but somehow it had oh. let him get like on the highway and then it started like give it he had run back in the house and left the keys there accidentally because he'd forgotten something for the kids and he was like on the highway and it started making like crazy sounds because it didn't have the fob in it and it was like a whole crazy thing where she had to like drive the key to him and it was just to me i was like that is like one of the most perfect mercury retrograde things i could think of yeah it's also this reminded me of channing tatum shouting out our favorite app how validating also a lot of people ask me what the app is it's called the pattern Pattern. it's called the pattern it's called the pattern (laughs) it's called the pattern i got like hundreds of messages which is great because i think 
everyone should get on the pattern uh channing tatum had a real meltdown on twitter <laughs> about it and was like you need to dm me the pattern the pattern how do you know this shit and it was really great and very validating also what is very cool about the pattern one of the things that makes it such a special app we're not sponsored by um is that you can put in your you can connect to your friends so marcy and i yes. are like friends in the pattern and it has like a read on our friendship it updates me on you sometimes oh, oh it's like marcy's really yeah. having a dry spell i when i pulled it up when i pulled up our friend of the pod yamara taylor i pulled up uh I signed her up we put her in we were like having dinner and drinks and i pulled up our friendship she started sobbing because it, <gasps> oh! so, it was so true and it was such a true read and I, it's like it is such a powerful app i sometimes have to really brace myself before i open remember it. when i like we were on the text chain with you and trish and trish and i had our pattern and i was like oh it's telling me that i'm gonna <laughs> offend you and really hurt your feelings a lot <laughs> uh oh you don't well, you don't. I, I might. Know, I know and understand you. I, I know no, your I love mean, language. No, I mean Trish. Oh, Trish. The Trish one was like you're. Oh, with Trish. I yes. Okay. I was she's like, very sensitive, and you say things that are very. Um, let's say like you are a little frank. You know, you're a little frank. I'm frank. Hi, my name is Frank. All right. Do we have anything else? What's going on? I mean, I'm sure there's other things. I don't know. The only other thing that I have that is very exciting is in. I guess two weeks. Let uh -huh. me look at a calendar. I think in two weeks, we will be moving to a different place to record. Oh, two weeks. Yes. <gasps> I hopefully, well, it'll, let's say maybe three weeks from, from this record. Okay. So that we're in August, but maybe two weeks. That's so exciting. I'm going to have an in-home recording studio. I am so unbelievably excited for this. It's going to be so exciting. I was talking to Tim about it. I'm like out of my mind. Because then I won't have to like, you don't have to make your husband go hide under hide the in bed. Hide in the back. He's not here right now, but also he, he can hide. It's fine. But that is nice to have our own space to splay out. Oh, yeah. Be as loud as we just want. Just to never have to set up equipment every week. Oh my God. Like a nomad. Does it just feel like a, your space? And also like yeah. Yeah. We just make a bunch of memories in oh my god Marcy, i'm excited i'm excited too um, um so that's great that's it that I'm, makes me happy i'm gaining a guest room losing a roommate she's wonderful we'll miss her taking her bigger room <laughs> i think this is a beautiful natural order you know when you're knocking on the door of 40 you're not you gotta kick one of your roommates out <laughs> knocking on the door of 40 <laughs> quite a few years left but also there's nothing wrong with 40 guys hey. it's a wonderful year and i can't kind of can't wait if to you are there. older than 40 and you have roommates good for you i'm sure i'll want them again in 10 years i want them i feel like there'd be people to watch housewives with at least what tim won't no he won't watch any of my shows with me also are you watching real housewives of uh orange county did it start to start this no week? i'm lying beverly hills I fell off after Ugh. I'm I'm behind. I'm behind. I watched through It's boring as hell. It's really Well, but I loved the um the Fran France stuff. I watched through that. That was fun. It's boring as hell, but I will say that Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife, can't think of her name. Camille. Camille. Oh yeah, that's that that episode, the big Camille episode was where I dropped She's off. She's trying so hard she wants to back. be the drama that gets on the show, but it just makes me hate her and I want her to go away. I mean, she's here's the thing is that like I this she was 
married to Kelsey Grammer, who's like a bad guy and a Republican. And, and he's she a, is too. Yeah. She's a Brett Kavanaugh supporter. Oh, I she, forgot. She, she has sucks. an episode where she literally almost starts crying about what happened to Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine? I mean, maybe we have people who are more conservative leaning listening, but could you imagine as a woman sitting around with other women who you know have been sexually assaulted in their lifetime and being like, it was horrible what they did to him. Oh my oh, God. I'm going to watch this tonight when you leave now because um, you reminded me that I'm behind and I need to pick right. That is the exact fine. episode I fell off on. Um, all right. Okay. So we get into the news. Yes. So much news. Wow. 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 Our queen, Kim Kardashian is up to more good. She's up to more good. Um, an Ohio man, Kevin Keith, two first names. He's been imprisoned <laughs> for 25 years for murders that he says he didn't commit. And it is like an interesting little timeline I, of what actually happened. I didn't get to read the case story. So in 1994, there were uh, there was a shooting in, I think it's Bucharest is what I would say. Okay. Uh, it's spelled B-U-C-Y-R-U-S. So I'm calling it Bucharest <laughs> or Bucharest maybe. Um, but three people were murdered and three more were injured in 1994. And Keith knew the victims and was identified as a suspect by a questionable eyewitness and shoddy forensic work. And police posited mm. that Keith had committed the crime as retribution for one of the victim's family members helping the police in a low-level drug case okay. that ensnared Keith and his relatives. Obviously, I am reading this from Cle- I mean, from clevelandscene.com. Thank you, Cleveland oh, no, Scene. No, sorry, it's Clevescene. Clevescene. <laughs> um, Clevescene. Um, so the snitch, <laughs> for ah. lack of a better word, was supposed to be home at the time of the shooting, but was not Mm. an alternate suspect rodney melton a drug dealer who in the weeks before murdered uh the murder sorry weeks before the murder confided to his girlfriend that he was paid fifteen thousand dollars to cripple the same snitch who was the target of the shooting and who was tied to the crime both by other witnesses and evidence uh was floated at keith's original trial and in subsequent appeals of which there were many but never seriously investigated by the police. In addition, his team found that the state's forensic scientists did an incredibly shoddy job uh, and other on this and other cases and was eventually fired. Okay. So last year, a federal, federal appeals court ruled Keith's lawyers could present new evidence as they seek a new trial. It's all been quiet since then, and the state has maintained its stance that Keith should remain behind bars. Hmm. And so... So Kim has taken up the story. She has been meeting Keith through video and she is looking to help him get out of prison. She's an angel. She tweets, I had the pleasure of meeting Kevin Keith through the video through a video visit and was so impressed with the amazing programs he created in prison to help others inside better, better themselves. So much evidence has been uncovered proving Kevin's innocence. I hope justice is served soon and he is released. I mean, look at, I, I'll be, if, if this is just like, this is called walking the walk. Yeah. You know, she's just really doing it. It's just, it's truly wild. Now, this is a very like tertiary connection. Okay. But Wendy Williams has called upon Kim. Oh yes. I saw this <laughs> to, yes. Is it ASAP Rocky? Yeah. Yeah. To help get ASAP Rocky out of jail in Sweden, Sweden. Or Sweden. He's in he's in a detention center in Sweden for 
causing for starting a fight that yeah. looked violent yes and it was caught on camera right like, i didn't see it I, but it sounded or, like it yeah so he's in prison the thing is when you go to a foreign country i don't care how much money you have no you're not allowed to break laws there it's much worse when you it's bad to break a law here especially when you're least, like a shitty american but at least not that he's shitty but right. being an american is but like at least here in the united states if you break a law there's someone who can bail you out and say yeah. i know where they're going to be they're not leaving but if you're there you can't even get out and no lawyers, matter how much money you have lawyers who um, you can hire that i mean the idea of being able to even seek lawyers who like are familiar with you and your case and the laws and it's like also just hilarious that wendy williams was like kim you have to help as if asap rocky doesn't have access to amazing attorneys he's got he's not poor wendy he's not not like a person in prison who has no one to rely upon and she's treating kim like like uh like batman in the bat phone you know or the you know like the putting this light up in the sky being like this is a case for kim only kim and kanye can help and it's like very i don't think that uh, i don't think that's how it works but i mean wendy's wild we should talk about Wendy. Yeah. Well, but, there's also another little bit of news yes. um, that Wendy. So Wendy has always been really hard on the Kardashians Very on her hard. show. So apparently she has hung out. She's well, she had this five. She had a bit. She's had a very wild stretch where she took this five week break. But does does everyone know that was for rehab? Yeah, I think she was open about it. Okay, I think she wasn't sure because I heard before through a trusted source that she was in rehab because her husband. I don't know. He's been bad. Okay. He's been very bad. Darker. Okay. And she was, you know, doing drugs and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So um, I think she said on the show, maybe right before she left or something, that she was like living in a halfway house and yeah. like was doing the whole thing. And then, yeah, took she kind of famously, I think, never took a day off. Right. And then took this five week break uh, and is back now. Honestly, it's so crazy that it took that long from her passing out on <laughs> air in October. <laughs> She passed out on air in a Statue of Liberty costume. The internet gobbled it up, ate it with a spoon. We loved it. And we're like, ha ha ha, watch that problem. Watch her serious problem. Why do we as Americans, and uh, maybe the rest of the world, but Americans, we really love to watch a problem. Oh my God, when it's on cameras, we, it is like to us, we are allowed to devour. We're like, ha, she did it on camera though. She's got a real bad problem that's affecting her personal life. But I can see it. I can see it on camera (laughs) though. And I'll judge her for being bad. God. Yeah, so she had yes. during her five week break, she took a sojourn to Calabasas, uh, and it sounds like sojourn. It's amazing. She she ventured to Calabasas alone. She makes a point of no security, nothing. She's well, she by herself. The Kardashian security team will scoop her right up. So she goes and she hangs out at Kim's house, and she hangs out with Chris. She has like a little tete-a-tete with Chris mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and comes away she talks about it on the show basically and she I talks do about, believe in this picture she is also wearing some KKW lipstick oh I'm sure sh- oh yeah she's doing a real <laughs> Kim look uh-huh um and she said basically she's like you know speak talks about how she and Chris bonded and she's trying to make this sort of promise and then she hangs out with like Kim and Kanye in the house and like she talks about that but here's what's interesting because she is essentially a gossip reporter you know she's a host and a gossip reporter so she goes um she's talking about Chris she says Chris totally deserves every bit of success she has that woman works hard and we we still have each other's numbers I call her up and stuff like what's going on with this headline here's what we agreed to 
The family totally respects my job here at the purple chair. And I totally respect all their different <laughs> hustles. But you can't do hot topics at least four times a week without mentioning this family. And don't worry, Wendy watchers. I'll keep talking about them. The difference between now and five weeks ago is I can call up the night before for accuracy. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, basically, this she's like, they bought me. As if like being friends with the celebrity means that you're going to get better gossip no it's like all gossip by default is about almost the story entirely they don't want you to the, know the idea that all her listeners are like mm, great thank this you this is good yeah great i'm sure this will mean that you t- really tell us the truth it just doesn't make sense because the only stories they let out are ones that they approve so that are woven into their storylines yes. on the show it's truly insane wendy you wild i'm glad you're doing okay um i don't watch her show but i'm root for her speaking of chris jenner she is asking for ah, 30 oh sorry 300 300 300 <laughs> not 30 300 million dollars to renew keeping up with the kardashians contracts i bet they have wow. so much money i bet she just closed her eyes and threw like a dart at a dartboard and was like and then and it had just like different amounts above I bet 300k was the lowest amount because well, the money is meaningless to them at a certain point but now. In 2017, they they signed a 150 million oh, so dollar contract. Full double. This is a full Damn. on double. Oh, but it said in there the big difference is it's like Kylie was not a billionaire when they signed mm-hmm. those contracts. I mean, like so much has changed um, in terms of like and the success of KKW Beauty. Yeah. Uh, but also with Kim's other ventures and wanting to be a lawyer. I do believe they might be valuing their company at more than it's actually worth. Oh. You know what I mean? Like Undoubtedly. They're they're thinking that we want to see Kim's journey into becoming a lawyer. Yes. And I don't think we really do in this format. Now, no. I would love to watch her produce a show where she takes on cases like, yeah. uh, is it K- Kevin Keith? Yeah. Like she takes on a case like Kevin Keith's and she does like a full hour long, like Dateline esque yeah. show where she like introduces us to this person. She like, you know, like I would watch that, but not in the context of keeping up with. No, and like the tr- the bread and butter mm-hmm. of keeping up with is real shit happening in their lives that is generally negative for them, and watching them deal with it and have to be real humans inside of this like insane uh, mount- castle on a hill that they've built yeah. for themselves of fame and money. That's the show. But I will say this. There's talk that Rob's coming back to the show. <gasps> I saw that. And Guys, what are we going to do? I don't know. What if he shows up and he's hot s- and he's thin and it's crazy he's or he's like a muscle man? Or what if he's just confident and that's sexy enough? You're right. You're right. I what just what that's sexy enough? What if he revenge bodies the whole family? <laughs> oh, my God. I watched uh, over the weekend. I My niece was in town. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about that. And we went down to San Diego to see the Billie Eilish concert. Oh, it looked so fun. I had a fun time. My niece does not much of a talker. Um, so, you know, a lot of silence. Um, but uh, it was really funny because she, uh, she's 16 and very cool. Like, she's a hot, pretty She's a hot blonde cheerleader, you oh, know. Wow. Okay. She's very tall, huge boobs, wow. very thin, you know. Like, so she's a, you know, but also has always just been like very stoic, just yeah. even as a baby. So she at the concert swayed a little bit. 
But I think she did have fun. Billie Eilish was great. She had a broken foot and yeah. a boot on. And I know. Just, I messaged you. I was like, what is that big boot? She didn't. She just was like, y'all fucked my foot up. All right. Y'all got to go. <laughs> y'all got to get me energy. She was great. Um, what was I going to say, though? Oh, God. Rob. Oh, so. Well, Revenge Body. So we watched an episode of Revenge Body. Yeah. And Chloe kicked a girl off the show. No. Yeah. That was it. I don't know. I was just like, we got a we got oh. an email from a listener who was who was very diplomatically making the case for the show. It almost swayed me to watch it. Here's the thing: even if we watch, if we watch uh, Revenge Body, yeah, what would we have to say about it? I don't know. There's nothing to say. That would be like us watching Fixer Upper and then recapping Fixer Upper <laughs> yeah, and like describing their body. You difference. know what I mean? Like, and the same thing with like flip it like disick. Of course, I'm going to watch at least an episode. Yeah. There will be nothing to talk about unless we're like, wasn't it crazy when I got a forklift? Like, yeah, it's just it's it's all it's the stuff makeover. that we hate about the antics of keeping up with. Yeah. But then additionally, like just the same exact format every week where even like you watch these shows and at the 15 minute breaks, they they've hit the same point in every. It's always yeah. the same. They're just makeover shows. The first 15 minute break right before they're not sure if they can do the challenge. The second one, they're motivated, but they're hitting a hurdle. The third, they're getting a makeover. And then the fourth we see, you know, like it's just the same. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. No, there's nothing to talk about. I don't want to watch that show. Although one woman did talk about her rape so <gasps> candidly on Revenge Body. And I was just like oh chloe fuck i just it I felt as if she needed to but the way chloe dealt with it was like i can't I, she was just like that seems so uh, unimaginable i'm so sorry i mean uh i've never dealt with anything like that but <laughs> oh, okay unnecessary point thank yeah. you i think she was like trying to be like i get i, I like, she was like i don't get it i mean i don't because I don't. i've never had that happen to me but <laughs> I but know. I get the idea of bad things, bad things, bad things. I just feel like the world is so oppressive right now. And there is something about the idea of like watching that show. There are certain like shows in the Kardashian canon that are just like, it just makes me feel too heavy to yeah. think about. And I want to like the family enough to keep doing this. Yeah. And I know Chloe is probably very likable and they've worked really hard to make it like a positive thing, but it's like, it just oppresses me. Also like, I, I'm not anti people like, bettering losing whatever i don't even think bettering is a good word because it it puts so much negative judgment on people who are you know bettering without or weight loss yeah so i i don't mind that people are changing their bodies yeah like i don't mind that you know these people are getting a lot of cosmetic surgery and yeah i do want to see a before and after but i don't need to see the whole process and i don't need to no. hear about it too no and i and i'm talking to you personally on the internet people like when people <laughs> are just like i'm on a diet it's like it's the most nothing is more boring than when you go to lunch with a friend and they talk about the diet and i have done it oh my god i've done it we all have I was like, when I was doing keto, I was like, keto, 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 or keto, 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 keto. It's so natural because it's literally a thing you're doing three times a day. And if you're working out a lot, it's what you're doing a lot. And it's like a very natural tick because it's what's happening in your life. Yeah. But it is like oppressive. But there are so many things in my life that I will work on that I don't feel the need to tell anyone else. Like I'm, I'm peeing every day. I'm 
I'm taking I will chips. tell you this. I will tell you this one thing I do that's weird. I use Stridex pads under my armpits now. Interesting. Tell me about because this. I'm using natural deodorant and sometimes that doesn't really cut it. Yes. It doesn't work for me. So if you use Stridex pads or any kind of like acne medication with like Benzoil. So you put on the first before, before or after? Like after I, right after I get off the shower. Okay. I will wipe, wipe a little down. Wipe. Yeah. And then the natural deodorant. And then I dry off. Okay. And then I put the natural deodorant on. Is that a thing on. you figured out or read on the internet? I read on the internet. I actually wow. read it in uh, another podcast internet. <gasps> How um, dare you? Uh, Forever 35. Oh, I love. I live. I don't even. I love that podcast. I love those women. I rarely listen because I rarely listen to any podcasts except ours. Um, and I am obsessed with that yeah. group. I have learned and bought so many. It's almost I have to be very careful because I will just start buying. I yeah. have bought so they much be skin stuff. Yes. They should be a goop. Um, okay. But yes, this works. So okay. that's a where, hot tip. Where was I coming from? But anyway, like to say, I don't talk about it every day. Um, I couldn't agree more. Well, speaking of bodies, it feels <laughs> like a good time to talk about uh, Kylie skin. Okay. And... Uh, uh, the great squad trip of 2019 to celebrate um, Kylie skin, like the second launch or whatever the product was, who cares? But interestingly, Kylie did a thing. I thought this was from a marketing angle. Absolutely fascinating because it was all so thought out. So much work went into it. And basically it was that Kylie took uh, a couple of her best friends and her makeup artists, like her assistant, Sophia Ritchie, um, Got them all matching outfits, took all beautiful, all thin, um, and flew them all on a private plane to Turks and Caicos to like a mansion at, where every piece of everything was monog- was like monogrammed and labeled Kylie skin from the pillowcases to the to the like mats, the doormats, uh-huh. to the water bottles, every uh, every single thing your eyes landed on had Kylie skin logoing logoing on it got them all matching bikinis and it was like lots of videos of them just touring through this mansion and then it was just them like hanging out and laying by the pool and being gorgeous and posting pictures so it was just a vacation technically but I was just like what an amazing this was a complete marketing plan in terms of like a launch of just putting like beautiful women in a house and pretending it was a vacation and putting the logos everywhere they weren't using the product I have two words for you Mm -hmm. Firefest. Oh, like that. They thought that it would be like that. No, they took what their marketing scheme was yes. from Firefest, like the video that they made, and they applied it. No, the idea they get influencers there with you, a, yeah. a, a aspirational living. Totally. Like it's just like it, they did. Like instead of like producing a music festival, she's just like, oh, I'm gonna produce a commercial that's like a live commercial. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Was this like I have? I can't really think of seeing like a real time commercial that you're following no. for days on end where you're like every time it came up it's like what be- like of course I want to look I always want to yeah. look but it's like what is this scenic what beautiful woman what like yeah. oh and Stormy's there and it's like the- it's just so much eye candy and it is a lot of skin and I was a lot like of skin. oh this is such a weird specific choice so a few people were asking us who is that girl in the pictures with Kylie? Stassi. How do you guys not know Stassi? Stassi, I mean, Stassi, the new Stassi Jordan ba- baby. Stassi baby has been popping up for a while. She threw you've Stassi. Seen, you've seen Kylie sit on Stassi's lap and drink tequila. Stassi had the Handmaid's Tale party. Stassi. Guys, where have you been? And Stassi must be pretty good friends with Sophia Richie. Yeah, because that's why Sophia all of a sudden is popping up a I lot in right. Kylie's life. I thought it was so funny too because. 
because there was a t- they're doing a thing of showing little clips from the next season of Keeping Up With, even though it's a ways away, it seems. And this week, the clip happened to be um, Chloe asking uh, Kylie, do you, ha- do you miss Jordan? Do you miss Jordan? Yeah. And she gives this really, I thought, thoughtful response about like, I think it needed to happen in yeah. a certain sense and basically says like, I was really codependent. She was my like rock. I really leaned on her and it's kind of saying like they were too codependent and that yeah. she, I thought I only needed Jordan. Yes. And I was like, wow, that is, and that is, I think a space of a lot of female friendship, especially in your early twenties and, and teens and stuff that it is like, vi- I, I definitely found myself in like very, 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 very close codependent female friendships and like I was like oh yeah I, I feel like I know what she's saying and then it made me laugh so hard that then she went on vacation and was like my twin and like had, had a full replacement with like the engagement ring emoji and I was like well she doesn't know how not to she doesn't know how not to I mean it, it made me happy for her I was like <sighs> no you just broke up with Jordan and you got a new girlfriend yes you have a new girlfriend and Stasi is so happy to get all the yeah. press she's gonna be She's going to be selling so many things soon. Whatever she wants. Whatever uh, she wants to do now, she can do. What's this? Oh. Oh, God. Someone else had a question about... Saucy. Uh, do, do. Let me look around. What am I missing? What am I missing? Um, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Well, so on this trip, they it was there was in a refinery 29 story about what they called uh, jo- or, uh, Kylie's new squad. Yeah. Um, and it's Ariel, her makeup artist. Yeah, we've Sophia got Sophia Richie. Sophia Richie, who's, I mean, I kind of, I feel like I watched her grow up so much that it's kind of that thing where it's like really intense to see her in her bathing suit. She's like very, I mean, it's just it's Kylie all, too. I know. It, I forget sometimes that that's like a weird feeling when you're like, oh, you're like yeah. banging bod and you're like, I'm I know so what young. it was. It was that Stassi, a weirder connection. Obviously, Stassi and Jordan, the whole bunch, they were all friends. But Stassi actually lived with mm. Kylie and Jordan at one point. Never knew that. Yeah. Huge piece. I mean, God, and it's, what good maneuvering, Stassi. You probably were like, don't you think Kristen, Tristan's kind of hot? Oh she was like this, pushing her towards This it. is the scandal I want. I don't, think, I don't think anyone would mind you be doing him a favor. I mean, and it also said that it was Stassi's party at that club where uh, Kylie and Jordan ran into each other mm-hmm. for the first time since it happened. Um, so this is wow. a very this is a key player guys yep 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 um but yeah well she's got a new squad everybody's thin and beautiful they all went on a nice trip <laughs> good also, for them on that trip kylie posted a photo of herself nude with a giant uh oh, yeah. w- straw hat and an instagram influencer accused kylie of stealing from her instagram <laughs> the idea that these are like really unique artistic photos amanda what is her name Ensing. i don't know or never heard of other uh but kylie just said you know I've never seen your Instagram, but I have a Pinterest. <laughs> no, she even did it. She she had it, she referenced Kim. What? Whoops. It was because the girl wrote this photo looks <laughs> awfully familiar. Uh, she oh wrote, my gosh! Yes, she wrote this photo looks awfully familiar. Uh, trolling her, and then she wrote back. Kylie wrote back from the words of Kim K. You're not on my mood board, but I did get my inspo off Pinterest. <laughs> 
Um, I love it because it's saying two things. It's like, okay, one, I don't know you. And two, we're both basic. Everyone's taken this picture. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what a great response in terms of owning the like basicness of a thing. Yes. And just being like, no, like you're the first person, not original bitch. Yeah. You're the first person who crossed their legs and wore a hat. Like, uh, no. Uh, the gall of this woman. Everyone's always trying to bite on. All right. Chloe's nose. (laughs) So in an article, uh, I'm reading it. Where where was this originally posted? Page six. Page six. Uh, She did a video for Vogue. Yes, that's where it was. I was trying to find it with the um, the origin of it. But she talks about how that she loves to do one of my favorite things is nose contour but this does stress me out a bit in person and how cameras reflect and light everything looks different sometimes i will contour my nose and in real life i think i look so good but then in photos i look crazy and what a funny way to explain your nose job oh my god also well she's right she used to contour and it was one of my biggest like complaints about her just get a nose job just get a nose job she heard you she heard me but just admit you had a nose job what a funny thing why did they lie to us i just it's your face literally it's the thing in the dead center of your face you are famous you chose to change it you can't tell me you lost weight and it went different that's not how it works there's also ways to get much more subtle work done and it's like when you decide (laughs) to do something because you want it to be more dramatic you have to reckon with the fact that it is so visible yes and the idea that you can trick people's eyeballs is wild especially if you're on camera constantly we know your face you were one of the most photographed women on planet earth like if you went away for a year and then came back maybe we'd be like oh i don't know but no we see you every like even if you're stockpiling pictures we still see you every few months you're not kylie no she's not hiding she could have hid she's not hiding she didn't it's settling a little though but i don't i i'm not gonna judge it it makes her no, happy i need i don't judge the nose i just judge the way she talks no. to us about it agreed i was Stop about to judge lying. the nose though uh, i mean it's a little small <laughs> it's just a little okay it's oh. just a little small it's just a little small it's so cute it'd be so perfect on true but it's a little small for chloe it's just a little small it's just a little bitty <laughs> As someone with a small nose, though, I get it. Some people have tiny noses. Your nose I have is great. A tiny little nose it's, and little mouth. I have the littlest mouth. I can't even fit a <laughs> tablespoon in it. <laughs> I mean, I can if there's soup, but not if there's cereal. If it has height to it. Yeah. <laughs> if it has any height. It's it's a no go. I can't. I've never eaten a burger without cutting it in half. <laughs> Being smug and like a little arrogant. Um, um, I yeah, bet bitch. you think it's really cool that you can eat a taco. I gotta crumble it up and just make it nachos. <laughs> oh my god oh my face hurts Uh, you like to take bites out of chicken i can't just a no-go no chicken at all finn this okay well i know we can find a way to get you chicken sushi forget about it okay i can't have it there's not a roll on earth i can put in my mouth hole 
okay i just want to touch real quick back on (sighs) so someone commented that yes rib removal is a real thing and people do have it done Hmm. and that they believe that kim has had it done and i looked it up because i was gonna say i'm dubious there are a few doctors it's very hard to find a doctor in the united states though if the kardashians wanted to find one they could okay and people sometimes travel out of the country to get rib removal surgery okay but it leaves pretty intense scarring i was gonna say that's like major surgery i mean i think what they can do is just kind of do like incisions in the back but so i saw a, (laughs) a video from the doctors ever oh, heard of them yeah um they're on television and not actually doing doctor work nope um but they interviewed this woman who had three who had six ribs removed <gasps> three on each side three so that she could create a really tiny barbie like waist and it looks crazy that's not to say that kim couldn't have had it done okay she, or, or that kylie couldn't have had it done because their bodies are very different but I they could maybe have had one like one on each like two yeah. ribs removed at the very bottom to create a more defined waist. Maybe. My gut is no because I just I mean and granted yes they could do something to minimize the scarring they could do a lot I mean she's come yeah. out with the KKW yeah body, body line so my like, gut tells me it's more about like fancy lipo. Well, Kim's telling us it's yeah. her vegan diet. It's vegan diet. Oh, I mean, sure. She's just like, I'm just a vegan now. You know me, the little crunchy vegan who you've always known. I guess she was just like, worked for Beyonce. I'm going to do it now, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's also from a PR angle. It's a good look. It's we're in a cool era of like cruelty free, plant based. It's like very it's a cool look, especially if you have been primarily painted as like a consumerist. Yes. uh, Like. Uh, money obsessed and I support all vegans although on a side note and this is not to say that all vegans are doing this but it's a very good way to hide an eating disorder oh because you have to turn down food interesting and it makes sense you have you have a great excuse for turning down food yeah that's not to say that's what she's doing but I have known friends in the past and I'm like you a vegan like this works well or you just want to be like i can't eat anything here yeah i mean any rigid diet right yeah it feels like i can't eat that i can't eat that not me but i'm i'm not saying that all vegans are don't come (laughs) after us i'm not saying that (laughs) you'd be stupid to come after me because i didn't say that she didn't say that i didn't at all she didn't say it it didn't happen you don't know anything because that's not what i said oh no her tiny little mouth couldn't say that kind of stuff it's too little to speak poorly about eating disorders (laughs) um okay I think that's it. Other than the Kindle stuff. I mean, it's it's a little slight. It's a little bit of a slight that um, uh, someone tweeted out that Kindle dated a picture of a bunch of basketball players. Oh, yeah. It was the starting five of NBA players. Kendall Jenner has dated. And she was just like, well, two of them. Yeah. It's funny. She responded. And then the sister of whose sister uh, of Ben Simmons. 
who she did date who she did date and everyone knows she did it she's she says i just wouldn't ever want to be known for dating athletes like imagine working your way through a league not a team a league oh shady it's just so nasty like also this is funny because uh i clicked on her uh she has nine thousand followers her description is australian slash american basketball coach uh authentic authentic. and then her banner picture is michael jordan kobe and another basketball player i don't recognize uh it's so weird to weigh in on this i mean i guess it's like maybe she's trying to say that kendall runs through people and her brother was just one of them totally i mean it's like but like you know what i i i kind of feel like like and and people make this point that like no one talks about how many women or models these basketball players are fucking like leave kendall alone it's fine uh i look the kardashian jenner family has been very open about their very clear two lanes of basketball players and rappers yes and a third carpool lane of scott disick (laughs) and that's it it's so funny that when he goes to like family like gatherings that he's like surrounded by I giant mean, basketball players like the most successful rappers on planet earth the most powerful women in the, the universe women, and then him and Corey. <laughs> and he's got that's why he's so close with mj yes. he's like you mj you and me we're the same we're the most alike of everybody <laughs> here we're the whitest <laughs> although chris is somehow white but tricks us a lot yeah dubious she's she's dubious <laughs> um all right yeah, we don't like that slut shaming stick up for yourself kendall don't let her talk shit to you although can i be honest sometimes whenever like i see like when i hear a story about someone dating someone then dating someone else immediately all i can ever think because it's ingrained in me because of internalized misogyny is to be like slut <laughs> and i really have to like work on it though i think you know uh, like to not 20s. or not even slut i just am like i get, can get judgmental judgmental when i'm like can't you be alone can't oh, you be alone for I a think week that or is two the most that's such a clear flag of internalized misogyny how much like we all do that like oh feel soon <laughs> like just the expectation that you have any that you have any understanding of anybody else's like timeline or the details of their relationship or why yeah. things didn't did or didn't work but to be like mm, i don't like it <laughs> yeah i'm judging it it's internalized misogyny honest also i will say about internalized misogyny it helped me understand internalized racism mm. which is something that i think is very very hard for people to admit to mm-hmm. but if you can admit to it, internalized misogyny and changing those thoughts you can also do the same for internalized racism and it's gonna happen like especially like i'm a white woman from the south like <laughs> there's a lot of things that i've heard throughout my lifetime that i didn't even realize were yeah. were racist and it's not just the south it's everywhere yeah so i mean like it's hard to not be like oh that's a weird thought that I got nervous around this person yeah. or whatever. But I think exploring that and facing it is yeah. like very brave and hard. And it's yeah. a thing most people don't do. Also, you know, I am not my thoughts. I am not my words. <laughs> I don't know that saying. It's like a Buddhist saying. Oh, okay. Right? Feels a little off letting yourself off the old hook. <laughs> well, it's not letting yourself off the hook. It's what it means is those are just uh, things that are flowing in and out of you. Okay. They are not who you are. So you don't have to defend or control them. Okay. Or, or not control. You don't have to like hide them, 
deny them, control them. You just have to see what they are and be honest about it. Okay. Okay. So like, I am not my thoughts and my words. I don't have to be like, no, I'm not racist. I would never be. Because right. like, you're like, that was just something that I thought. It's not how I have to be. Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm not my She's thoughts. teaching me about Buddhism. Wait, I'm going to look up the real quote. But anyway, let's get into Let's the, get into this ep. How about that? So we're watching... Cl- Second cl- episode of... Courtney and... For some reason, Kim, take Miami. But it's Courtney but and Chloe it's Courtney take and Miami. Chloe. Season one, episode two, Sex, Drugs, and Consequences. Mm-mm. Um, this was, uh, this was a bit, it's very funny to me how they feel like they need to give it this Miami edge, you know, yeah. and how immediately it's like, it's got to have like sexier storylines, drugs. And I'm like, guys, relax. It's yeah. the second season. I'm happy to watch them literally shop and go to the beach. Like I do not need to have them being like immediately in like l- trouble and making out with, with people they just met and feeling shame about it. It's like, guys, relax and be in a beautiful place. But so the, the main story, I feel like we we have chloe and drugs yes what a weird what a weird i thought so wildly crazy. fake and planted story uh, you know i do think part of it was planted that she was like oh, we found cocaine we found in the coke. dressing room at dash uh, a big bottle also, <laughs> do you feel like the the mayor of miami was like guys yes what the fuck i thought it was just so funny that it was like they painted the picture of just like this is a coke town and they said it was like they wanted to work so hard to let us to to be like i don't know it i hate it i everybody talks about coke 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 i hate it i hate it i hate it and it was like okay it's fine literally it's it's fine you don't have to like it or hate it it can literally just be a thing that exists on the planet and then suddenly we go from her having it got found a dash she put it in her purse and then this scene she kept it she kept it a huge like salt shaker full of coke (laughs) that we're led to believe is coke and then she's doing her radio show and this played so crazily to me it's so funny because you can tell she's acting yes, through it yes because she starts getting so like she's improvising so a bit exactly it she's felt like, like watching her oh, do 101 i'm so high <laughs> like she wow. to snort it. and t- to his credit terrence j great yeah, actor great actor he was really like what are you doing skills. and then the producer michael hard knock what are you doing? Get in my office right now. Yanks her out of her show. If you lived in Miami around 2000, 2008, 2009, and you heard that broadcast, please. And it actually aired. If it actually aired, I need to know. Email us at Kardashian at gmail.com. Also, I didn't realize till this episode that it airs from midnight to 3 a.m., that's the window that on her, <sighs> on the side of the van that says it's midnight to 3 a.m. So, like, I need to know who was up in Miami, like, listening to Chloe just, like, talk and ramble. All the coke heads. <gasps> so she was, it was more like a, um, what's the, what is the sound? The dog whistle. She was yes. dog whistling to her listeners. Yes. I will say I have a lot of friends, or not a lot, I have some friends from Miami and they all do casually do coke <laughs> i mean it is truly a city built on it i feel like it's like you know it's, like, it's what been, a bicycle is to portland when it's i'm like, around them at a party they'll be like, you want to go do some coke i'm like nah, that's cool that's cool no thanks i mean it's it's a it's like a it's like it's 
proud product you yeah. know like the city's rich history <laughs> so i actually recommend as a side note doing cocaine doing <laughs> as much as you can get your hands on and don't stop all night and also you are as good looking as you think you are in the mirror um uh no i was gonna say there's a it's it's old now it's like maybe a decade old now but there is an amazing doc called cocaine cowboys that tells the story of miami and how oh. it was like like 80s miami and it is beyond belief if you don't know the history in terms of like uh castro he was angry at the peak of like as cocaine was flooding through miami already then castro to retaliate against the u.s said he quote unquote flushed the toilet of cuba onto the u.s and he emptied out all of the jails and mental institutions and asylums and put them all on boats and (gasps) dumped them he dumped like thousands and thousands of Whoa. like criminals and mentally ill at the exact moment that cocaine was like rooting and the drug trade was taking off so it was basically this like insane perfect storm of like s- criminals and every and mentally ill people who were like happy to go shoot people in order to like make money or whatever they needed to do like just so it created like a full wild west and like an epidemic of just like dozens of murders every day openly shooting in bars and cafes like all of the scarface era yeah but a lot of that came from this um this piece of it and it's also just the story of how they flew it in and like it's it's really fascinating and the characters are wild so i recommend it to anybody who wants to learn anything miami and you know what Hmm. that begot miami vice (gasps) you're right without that we would not have had done Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> or his boring daughter. <laughs> Dakota. I don't mind her. I'm not a fan. I don't mind so her. Who was it? Somebody told me recently. This is just LA gossip. Uh-huh. Somebody we know went to high school with her. Somebody like an LA kid who went to high school <gasps> and was like, oh yeah, Dakota Johnson was like her bully and was like a mean, popular girl who was like a bully. One of my ex friends used to hang out with her. Okay. I said ex. Ooh, got him. Good clue. Um, and. She, yeah she would like wait she like woke up once and melanie griffith was screaming at her Oof, i'm sure it's tough to grow up with those but parents. no this was like five years ago oh. <laughs> <laughs> melanie griffith's like i grew up She's with a like, lion you haven't gone through wake shit up you, oh god have you seen roar not yet i desperately want to uh guys we're doing a lot of tangents tonight. sorry i don't care me no care i'm just talking me too i'm just having a microphone in front of my face and recording it then i edit it later that's what I'm doing. Thank you for walking me through it. <laughs> but Roar is this weird movie made by, um, what is it? Um, Tippi Hedren. Yes. So Tippi Hedren is Melanie Griffith's mother and she was the star of Bert. Yes. Yeah. And she and her husband <laughs> did this movie with their children called Roar where they move to Africa and live in this house with a bunch of lions and tigers which are not native to africa tigers are not in africa guys okay they're in asia okay so but they have lions and tigers and wild and like you know jaguars and all this stuff and in the movie you see like a couple like near attacks where like they just get a slight maul oh my god and apparently because i went to i went to a screening that they did at what is it the cine Synespia. Synespia. Is that the one on Fairfax? No. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Me either. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but they would have like, so they would be shooting this film and then one of the animals would get like a little too Cine close. Family. 
it's in a family you're right that's what i was trying to say so and a a cat would come up and just kind of like just bite their arm maybe not hard Uh, but playing with but still injuring yeah and then they'd be like that's staying in we got to do another angle like they would would not only keep the mauling in the movie of their children their (laughs) actual children but then they'd be like that worked really well can we shoot it from a different set it up again and they would make the kid reenact the mauling i hate that and then uh, something happened and i think it got too expensive to film in africa so then they moved the rest of the filming back up to like tarzana or something up in the valley and they had all these fucking there's crazy photos you can tigers and lion and like melanie griffith as a child like lived with a big lion like a pet lion it's insane which seems really cool but also like yeah that's they, reckless they though. did get a, they did they were mauled like i think she was like scalped at one point they're not pets they're not pets it's not a fun it's it makes me crazy it's but, like my elephant I mean, shit. they survived so well but we'll be nice to dakota because maybe maybe that's a long lineage of also nuts. i did look it up and it says i am not my thoughts emotions sense perceptions and experiences i am not the content of my life i am life i am the space in which all things happen i am consciousness i am the now i am that's eckhart Ooh. tolle whoa eckhart eckhart Ek, 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 <laughs> that didn't really work but i tried um, it, i think it worked well thank you um so she gets in trouble has yes. to take a drug test she gets her ass handed to her they did a very funny thing that i was gonna ask you do you remember this is this something that they do all the time and i've just never noticed or that they stopped doing this we watch the scene she gets she pulls the drugs out she gets yelled at by uh what's his name michael, michael. she gets in trouble she leaves she comes home she goes into courtney into the bath and then tells in detail the scene we just saw and i was like yeah we know we just watched the scene she like relays exactly beat for beat what we just watched but to courtney and i understand the like piece of like courtney needs to know but it's like a whole scene of her just telling her literally beat for beat and then they did it again with the Jackie storyline where it was like they kept doing this thing where we would watch the scene and then it would it be would like recap the it scene. It would be like so earlier I was and it was like I just yeah. saw it. I think it's because they had bad story editors yeah. back then. It's just a really like and they were like a, well then now you'll tell her the story and it's like we would no. never no- understand how Courtney knew something about the sister <laughs> she lives with. Yeah. Just bad editing, right? Just bad. Anyways, I just wanted but to But I nitpick. did like that she Courtney was in a ba- a bubble bath. At what was f- that 4 a.m. cuz the show goes till 3. Yeah. So she's in a bubble bath and she stands up and we come within centimeters of seeing her vagina. She wish she wants so badly to like, show the it camera. It was only her like a little bit of a, a tilt that kept us from seeing the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny mouth tiny lips <laughs> tiny mouth but that's how that so then she takes a drug test she's fine michael calls her tells her hey you passed get back to get work back you to work. knucklehead no more drugs in the office you stinker lesson learned also i will say i think it was not a real story but no. if it were how crazy to be like isn't it funny to bring actual like hard drugs hard drugs to work if i pulled that out in my office even at my cool liberal job it would be the craziest that people would talk about it for a year straight yeah it is the most insane asinine thing maybe maybe a version of it did happen and they're like hey that would be funny i work in a writer's room and i think if it were the 90s yes we would see that kind of stuff yes agree we were talking about it recently we're like if this were the 90s who here would smoke ah! <laughs> that was as far as we could go and 
They were like, Everybody's you like, would no. smoke. You would, you wouldn't smoke. You wouldn't smoke. You wouldn't smoke. <laughs> Just smoking cigs. I was like, In oh, hell room. yeah, I'd smoke a cigarette. Were you painted as a smoker? Yeah, they could all tell. Interesting. I used to be, yeah. so they're right. How do you think I got this voice? This low voice. I used to talk like this. You did. No, talk like this. <laughs> and What's wrong with me? I love it. Really. Then the other storyline is one that I would say doesn't age so well. No. <laughs> it's not, not offensive i don't know i don't think anyone like crossed any lines but or, it, it's yeah, just yeah. can you imagine in 2019 basically courtney in trying to do new things she's single she's ready to mingle she decides to put herself out there and do what anybody does in a new city which is take a new drawing class i i was like i cannot believe we have been watching art hijinks for 10 again. fucking years again i wrote the same thing marcy 10 who is the senior producer who is like embarrassed by working in Kardashians and is like, if I can work some level of art, I got to say, show. though, I'm on season seven of Brooklyn, Nine, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we're writing it now. And it's, you know what? We sure do pitch a lot of jokes. We did in season two and three. <laughs> yes. uh, today, I was like, what if he did this? And they're like, yeah, he did that. Uh, and okay. then, then he'll the, the, my boss will literally pull up the episode. And I'm like, ah, yeah. It was a good idea. It was a good <laughs> it was idea. A, it was a great idea. <laughs> well, whoever this art fiend is has been very successful you in getting stuff in the show. You just sometimes have to revisit storylines. It's I impossible mean, not to. They've had so many episodes of television. It is very true and very fair. Not I, even like, because we're going into season 17, but we're we're talking spinoffs now. Yes. It's I not, mean, we're in a, yeah, we're in a spinoff. They got 20 seasons to like. Well, look, at the end of the day. It, hijinks or not, I don't mind watching Courtney squirm in front of a nude old man. I loved how much she was like, his, his ball, giant balls, his big balls, sagging balls. I was like, this poor man's going to see this. It's he signed nice. a release. It's, I mean, lesson learned. Guys, don't go signing releases and be the nude person in a Kardashian art scene. Ugh. They will make fun of your body. You will be the joke of the scene. They did so much body mockery. So she meets this very young woman in yes, class how interesting this beautiful young woman who's mic'd up is sitting next to her yeah how she's interesting she's a beautiful young woman mic'd up and you <laughs> may know her from such shows as orange is the new black <gasps> is that yeah she's on orange is the new black she's an actress yeah she's okay, an actress. i was trying to figure it out i wasn't i didn't realize i thought yeah. she looked familiar she's a full-on actress i thought she was my old neighbor her name is jackie <laughs> cruz um you have seen her in uh orange is the new black you've seen her in blue bloods unforgettable my own oh worst my enemy, god the of Shield. course her in fact this was filmed in 2009 let's say and she was on the shield in 2007 she was on my work my own worst enemy in 2008 but then she had a long dry spell so so yes i guess she needed the work duh okay oh my god i'm so stupid i thought she looked familiar and i could not place it yes, yes. oh i my didn't know a, a listener pointed it out that they were like oh the girl that courtney is making out with spoiler is the girl from orange is the new black and she played uh flaca on orange is the new black oh my god that is so funny oh my god so that's great what a huge fun easter egg that's a huge revelation i could not place her so yeah so courtney's next to an actress <laughs> although much younger though because yeah. courtney's like 28 and she's 21 yeah oh 21 yeah no. she young so they hit it off they decide to get lunch let's get dinner let's get lunch let's, let's get hang out they hang out and they're oh, wait i just have to say 
Courtney was eating gnocchi and a mimosa as the sunset. <laughs> and I just... What are you doing, Courtney? I had an issue with it. A mimosa and, and gnocchi is outrageous. At sunset? <laughs> at sunset. One piece has to shift. You can't eat gnocchi unless it's nighttime. I don't know who the fuck she thinks she is. If it's not dark outside, no gnocchi. No gnocchis. <laughs> gnocchi is not a lunch. A late lunch? Also, oh God, I'm with you. I take huge issue with this. This is so horrifying. I mean, okay. So they have a weird lunch. They apparently they go out. They go out that night, but that because that's the night that Chloe's like, I found cocaine yes. in the dressing room, and Courtney's taking a bubble bath, a romantic bubble bath. Yeah, she's like, it was smoky Maybe in the club. They wanted. Maybe they like deleted a scene where she was like. I feel sexual. <laughs> I know. It was like, they definitely were like, it, it, it got a little stunted, the storyline, yeah. but it was, and then they basically, she learns that Jackie is bi, that Jackie has dated women since coming to Miami. She's visibly titillated by it. Yes. Um, and Courtney tells Chloe about it. Chloe kind of mocks her also does the very funny thing of assuming that anybody who is not heterosexual is attracted to them yeah <laughs> it's like, she loves you it's like well <laughs> hang on so she likes women and has to love courtney yeah like, she's oh my hang- god she loves you she's hanging out with you there's no lesbians who are friends with women she's trying to fuck you careful god uh. The gay panic, the gay that used to be so accepted on television, in our schools, at work, at home, just the panic that someone who was attracted to, that, like men are, like it would be like you could never be around a man because they would want to fuck you, like which is I, true. Okay, but I saw are, a shirt. I went to the Rose Bowl flea market. I'm not going to say the word. I was shocked. So there's a lot of vintage clothes. I went on Sunday. A lot of fun vintage, a lot of old tees, like, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s tees. There is this clearly like 80s, 90s tee that this, I almost said something that a seller had hanging up. And there's like Budweiser shirts in this. And it said, had like a rabbit that, a, a rabbit on it, not the rabbit. And it said, silly F word that is a slur. That rhymes with rabbit. That I'm not going to say. Silly. Mm dicks are for chicks ew so although if i saw a gay man wearing (laughs) that it would be funny i was shook i was like wait what and it was like just hanging like a funny tee and i was like that was a shirt like it somehow hit me harder than i could like people walked around with the like what and i was like oh my god okay i'm obviously so naive but it was like i couldn't believe it and also that we were like okay with hanging it up as an ironic tea i was like it's not an ironic tea guys i guess if it were in like west hollywood at like a clearly gay owned business yes it'd be like okay it's like kind of like this tongue was like in cheek the font and aesthetic was like a Bold. budweiser muscle guy oh. shirt like it was like a or or maybe like um uh, like Tijuana drinking guy shirt, you know, okay. like one tequila, say, two tequila, Budweiser threes. muscle guy is very hot for gay people, though, right? Yes, that's true. Like that's a real aesthetic for a gay man. I thought of it through the prism of like self ownership, and that that has yeah. like a layer. I just saw it as like an insanely derogatory yes. shirt, and was like, oh, 
But anyways, you gay panic put that word on oh shirt, God. and it's like a ha ha, like a punny, like low tagline of a brand. Oh. He he he. Um, but yes, they get very excited by the idea of a bisexual woman. Yes. It's the biggest thrill of their goddamn lives. She makes a bunch of comments about like, we need a. I can't believe there isn't a gay person in the family. Maybe it'll be you. Little nod, little foreshadowing. I know. I was like, <laughs> I mean, surely one of them will eventually sometime dabble yes more than they already have well kendall is dogged by rumors but yes 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 but then then they go out the big night they go to the club they go to all of them chloe's all of there them. chloe's there they do a club called nikki beach which Some is dash dolls are there oh the dash dolls are out now is it an actual beach no come on chloe club shut up Shut up, Chloe. Shut up, Chloe. Then the flirt it's the flirtation is on. They're so, they're doing my favorite thing that they do on reality shows where they line they go they make people go to the club and then they like line them all up in a seated on the like VIP area. <laughs> it's like, is that fun? <laughs> and then a girl, so Courtney is next to Jackie and a girl they realize it's a lesbian bar. Yes. It's or was the lesbian bar a different night? Am I merging? No, it was the, yeah, okay. it was just a le- so like, a les- are we at a lesbian bar? And it's like all these kind of gay panic shots of like wow, wow, like women kissing, <laughs> like what? Where <laughs> are we? We gotta catch it. There's no dudes here. What about dicks? <laughs> And like a girl in like a weird wig is like comes up to Jackie like hey one of the PAs yeah a PA with a really bad like um Uma Thurman Pulp Fiction <laughs> wig it's like hey can can I buy what is it or will you dance with me or can I buy you a drink or something and Courtney's like she's with me no she's with me <laughs> and then the girl one of the first people in history to ever say this goes prove it. And they give each other a slight smooch. He goes, okay. <laughs> As if that did prove it. And uh, meanwhile, uh, we're hearing Courtney describe her feelings for Jackie. And she <laughs> is like, yeah, she's just so carefree. She has this spell. <laughs> also, Courtney does say that she has made out with girls yes. before in college. And she was like, I don't know, it's fun. Yeah. And so they start making out. Very, very tender, Here's sexy make out. Uh, two things. One, that and last week with Chloe and Terrence, it feels like maybe set up. Yes? Yes. However, both instances, a lot of heat. So this was what I was going to say is that I believed same thing. I was going to say the exact same thing, which is that it feels completely cast and set up fully yes. produced but that i jackie and courtney have such palpable chemistry yeah they and especially when they're leaving and they're like walking next to each other i was like whoo yeah these two are hot yes it's so palpable you're exactly right i've never seen her kiss scott like that no it is a very that's what i mean that kiss i was like uh what i took a cold shower honestly that's why there is so much gay panic as soon as a gay person kisses you you're in you're You're done you're You're a better kisser (laughs) you're gay for life you're gay for life they know exactly what you want because they understand this was the part so after the kiss this is where the story took a a bummer not not aging well 
um, yes. turn because I think in 2019 something like this could happen and then it would be like well yeah I explored and I learned something about myself and I don't really want to date necessarily but I it was cool and fun yeah what we got instead was like a hungover embarrassed shameful Courtney oh my god she's stalking she me she won't stop calling me and like immediately painted this like cool liberal free bisexual woman into like a needy psychotic girlfriend and it was so weird and it was just and like then we have this weird scene back at the art class and she like tells lays it out for her and is like i'm not gay (laughs) whatever and is like lets her down and i was just like this was such a failed opportunity and tells you a lot about where things were 10 years ago that they felt the need to put this like i mean but not really yeah (laughs) courtney (laughs) no guys it was a crazy night weird trope of like you know dabbling in bisexuality for attention sort of thing yeah yeah Yeah. and i think that like that is the stuff that like it's very cool to see actually for all the work that still needs to be done also this is exactly why courtney did not mind when joyce benelli bocelli benelli benelli fingered herself in front of her (laughs) and courtney (laughs) thought nothing of it she (laughs) forgot to even tell anyone (laughs) my favorite insane story of that (laughs) oh my god what do we even do but yeah, we get this kind of weird button at the end that's just like, nope, <laughs> straight as an arrow. Well, I looked it up and apparently they haven't really, they said that they're still friends, but they oh. have not talked to, since then. I mean, she Jackie, got a paycheck. That was an acting gig. Jackie Cruz was like, uh, you know. You do what you gotta do. She can call me if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great. That's uh, it. That's it. These ups are fun i'm loving i know i kind of like made fun of the idea of like the workplace aspect of chloe but like you're right like it gets us out of it gets us in a place i also like we have such like dash fatigue already at this point like i we've seen enough of like shop girls standing around and talking so it is like a nice change of scenery it's just very funny that we don't we've seen so little of them and maybe it was just because of the level of fame that we were at that they were at but it's like i wish we were like seeing them out and like yeah on the beach and like out in miami i feel like it's in these really contained spaces and it's because the camera crew is like we're not going to the beach <laughs> a little bit of sand will ruin our cameras <laughs> they're like fuck it we'll get you on a boat only for the intro for the trick. that's it we done it we did it guys you know the drill we well as you know we're covering courtney and chloe take miami season one um the little tip is that it's listed as courtney and kim for some reason we'll never know it's on amazon primer who we know it's because the last season is with kim oh i don't think i did because chloe's doing lamar yes chloe lamar well but it's still a bad categorizing (sighs) categorizing yeah it's bad I wish they'd clean it up. Clean it right up. Uh, we release new episodes every Wednesday or in this case, Thursday. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. It helps us so much. And check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Devin Field. And I'm Greg Galan. And we are the hosts of the podcast First Hand, which is a podcast examining the most important moments in history by speaking to the people who lived them. And we're also going to be sharing our own experiences with those events as Devin and I are kind of like, would you say we're like Forrest Gump types? Yeah, we're like Forrest Gump in the sense that we have experienced almost every major event in modern history. We dropped some bombs on you guys like uh, who the real first man on the moon was, who killed Tupac. And we speak to real witnesses of these events and definitely not just very funny UCB performers like Carl Tart, no. Mary Holland, yeah, Echo no. Wodum, and many others. So tune in to the First Hand Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire. <laughs>